It is, it's me, it's TRG, the rambling gambler, a vest-wearing, ring-bearing, son of a salesman. Welcome to the jungle, we've got fun and games, and this is our Casino Combat Podcast. It's episode 29, let's get started right away. Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary persons, dragon riders of Pern, do not gamble with money you cannot afford to lose. Do not gamble with money you need to pay your bills. My past performances are not indicative of anyone's future results, including my own. If you have a gambling problem, contact your local problem gambling hotline. If you do not know your local problem gambling hotline number, send an email to help at casinocombat.com. We will find that number for you. We will make it available to you. Everything I'm going to share with you in this podcast is based in fact. Names and dates have been altered to protect the innocent and the guilty. Minor items unrelated to outcomes may be omitted in the interest of brevity and clarity. Okay, I've got breaking news in just a minute, but let me run down the podcast basics first. For, you know, Just all the basic stuff for everybody. There are games in the podcast and prizes to go with the games. We have had winners already, so victory is possible. If you're interested in playing and have not listened to episode 22, that's the episode that explains everything. I'm really proud of the Boot Camp playlist. It's on our YouTube channel. It teaches the core concepts of Casino Combat in less than 90 minutes. It's a great resource for beginners. It's a great resource for anyone who needs to review one little detail. And I left out the jokes and the stories as much as possible. Just boiled it down to, to everything you need to know to get started with actually doing this side hustle and making money at casino gambling. Um, things that are improbable are not necessarily impossible. I seem to have invented a slot machine strategy that conforms to most of the principles of casino combat and it's made me money most of the time over the last more than six months. Since I want to share exactly what I do with all of you, I wrote up the details to this strategy in a small ebook. This ebook is free, 100% free, no tricks free, no upsells, downsells, no information about you. Send me an email if you want a copy. Send it to trg at casinocombat.com. Spell combat with a K. Include the words slot tactics in the subject line. S-L-O-T space T-A-C-T-I-C-S. I will email you a link to download the book. Also, don't forget, you can interact with the podcast via social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. The links to all those resources are on the website right at the top of the page. We are always grateful for follows, shares, likes, reviews, comments, all those social media things that get us noticed. And if we get noticed, we can help more people. And that's really what I'm trying to do. As I said, big news, really, really big news, fun, neat, amazingly cool, big news, a second person played the where is TRG's home casino game and correctly figured out the answer. So I hope you'll join me and I'm thrilled to welcome and tell you that the master of details, second to the ring, has joined the Golden Fan as a member of the Casino Combat Inner Circle. I have eight more spots in the Inner Circle. Feel free to play the game and become a member if that's something you're interested in doing. I thought this week I would use the core concept segment to talk about how I would start a casino gambling side hustle from scratch using the things that are taught in this podcast. And in that process of telling you what I do, I've got a couple tips, one in particular that's really, really, really good, 
if someone is, wants to jumpstart this process and, and aggressively go after starting and starting as easily as possible, or somebody who maybe is deciding they're going to get more serious about gambling for profit as opposed to gambling for fun. So I hope that'll be interesting and, and we'll do that when we get to that segment. With the holidays going on, I did just one gambling trip this week. So, of course, you're going to get those results and some observations and some notes in that travel segment about what I'm going to be doing this coming week and, and what's going on in the future. Because it's going to make things a little interesting as we get to the end of the month. Finally, a question I've received a couple times is, what is the most money I've ever won in one day? And that's a good story. It's a fun story, and I'm sure I'll tell it at some point. But I thought that instead today, I'd, I'd look at a variation of that question, which I suspect some people wouldn't even think to ask. So in the VIP lounge today, I'll share a story that I think is a more significant accomplishment than winning a lot of money. Um, and I'll be sharing that with you in the VIP lounge when we do that, and we'll talk about that then. So I think the verbal table has been set. Let's go do that core concepts part. I hope you recall the core concepts of Casino Combat. They form the basis for how I win the game of casino gambling most months. I thought that today, rather than look at one specific aspect of the core concepts, that instead I would talk about how I would implement those concepts from the beginning if I, as myself, was starting out today. So maybe you're just getting ready to start the new year and do this side hustle and see if it works for you and this information would be useful. Or maybe you're a recreational gambler that is ready to change some things up and become a semi-professional gambler. You might be someone who never thought about expanding your scope of travel and living a casino lifestyle part-time. But now you're thinking about that and you're ready to get started. So how would I do that? Knowing what I know, how would I approach it? Let's assume that, that the basics are covered here. Games to be played, how to play them correctly. Um, and that includes getting and reading a copy of my ebook on slot play. So all those tools are in place. So is the next step go to the closest casino and get started? Not my first step if I'm doing this. My first step would be to sort out the money I'm going to put into the side hustle to get started. Now, I don't mean bankroll here specifically. We've talked a number of times about bankroll, and a good basic formula um, usually is wager size multiplied by 10 multiplied by 3. So if you were going to use a wager size of $25, that calculation is $750. And based on the casinos I've been going to, if I was starting today, $25 or more per hand is where I would recommend starting. You can start with a smaller unit size, everything will still work, but it's going to take longer for it to start working, and that longer time it's going to take is also going to translate to more expenses. So if I was doing this, I'd be starting um, a little further up the food chain. Now, I've talked in past episodes about techniques for starting things with a very small bankroll, so I'm not going to focus on that today. I'm going to approach that, I'm going to approach things today with the idea that we're not starting with a bare minimum. We're starting with a, a good chance of success. And starting that way is the way I would start today if I was doing this from scratch, right? So I'm not going to just focus on that 750 number. Um, I'm just going to make that part of the process, right? Table games are one part of the process of starting this side hustle. 
And then I'd add another $300 to my starting money for slot play. And then there needs to be some money for travel and for startup expenses. Um, you know, that initial hotel stay probably at each property is going to cost you some money. You got gas, you got tolls, you got food, you maybe have some airfare, depending on how aggressive you want to be. And then here's the other part. You need an imaginary safe to pull some additional money out of if things happen to go badly right away. I mean, it could happen. You could very well be perfectly prepared, thought it all out, know how to do this, practiced at home. You do everything exactly the right way, exactly the same way that I would do it, and you still lose money at the first four tables you try. Now, that's unlikely, and it would certainly be demoralizing if it happened to someone just starting out, but the idea is to be prepared if that does happen. If it happens to me at the beginning of a month, just in current as I'm operating today, I just pull past winnings out of the safe and move forward, and I trust that in the future I'll put winnings back in the safe and it'll all work out. We have to build that into this startup process in some fashion. We, we have to accommodate that. We have to be ready for that to happen. So I'm going to put my starting funds at around $3,000. And that wouldn't have to be $3,000 sitting right here in front of me, but it would need to be available over the first month or so and it needs to be money that I can afford to lose or spend on things other than bills in my life. I mean, maybe it's money that could go to a vacation in Mexico. Not that anybody's vacationing in Mexico right now, but that money could be money spent on that, and instead you spend the money to start this side hustle. Or it could be money you were going to put into doing Uber Eats as a side hustle because you need expenses there just like you have expenses anywhere else wear and tear on your automobile gas maintenance food all those things right so you put that money into this side hustle instead okay so we know how to play games we know what games we're going to play we understand all the basics we've reviewed the core concepts we think we've got it down we've figured out that we're going to start this side hustle with three thousand dollars that we're going to make twenty five dollar bets we've got some side money that goes in that pool of money in case we need a virtual uh, safe to dig into a little bit to get things rolling. So now do I head to the closest casino and get started? No, I wouldn't if I was doing this. I'd do some research next. I'd be interested. What casinos are relatively close? And what reward system are they part of? What games and amenities do those casinos offer? Suppose in the hypothetical there is a casino 45 minutes away. And that uses its own unique proprietary reward system. And it doesn't have a hotel or a spa. And it's mostly slot machines with only a few table games. And the rules are very poor. And there is a second casino two hours away that is part of a national reward system. And the property has a hotel and a spa and a golf course. Not that I play golf, but in this hypothetical, maybe I hypothetically play golf. Um, and it has lots of table games with really good rules. I'd be focused on that second property most likely as my starting point. Now, I promised a, a significant tip, and I do think this tip is a significant one, and it is exactly what I was due, and it ties into this idea of property selection. If I was doing this, I'd prioritize finding a Caesars brand property to include in my mix of casinos, if at all possible. Ideally, it would be my home casino, if that was even sort of an option. And that's fairly easy in North America at this moment. Caesars and Eldorado Gaming just merged a few months ago and started operating on a common reward system. There's a reason I'm not saying MGM or Sands or Boyd Gaming. And that's not to pump up Caesars at all. 
it's meaningless in this regard except for one thing. If I was going to start from scratch, or nearly from scratch, having never been involved with a major international casino brand, if that was all true, then the very first thing I would do is take part of that $3,000 of startup money, and I would get something called the Founders Card. And the Founders Card was intended for entrepreneurs, but if you're starting a side hustle, you're an entrepreneur, so you qualify. I'm not here to do a commercial for them, but the Founders Card members chip costs about $500 a year. And the membership includes membership in and high-end privileges for a whole bunch of airline and hotel and travel reward systems. You go automatically to the concierge floor. You get automatic access to various airline lounges at various airports. You get better car rental. You get, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Even if you don't need any of those, the Founders Card includes automatic diamond level status with Caesars, automatic tier three status just for the 500 bucks. So that means no resort fees, discounted or fully comped hotel rooms, discounted food and merchandise at any of their properties. Depending on where the pandemic takes us, it includes et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all kinds of good free stuff right away. I would imagine get the card, Book a trip to Vegas after you get it, and you're going to save more than what you spent on the card. So the Founders Card membership is a cheat code to get benefits immediately at a Caesars property. But what else? Shouldn't there be something else? There is something else. Suppose you only have um, an MGM easily available to you. I'd still get the Founders Card before getting my MGM card. Because I get the Founders card and I get the Caesars Diamond card as part of the process. And then when I go to MGM, I show them my Caesars card and they match the level if I'm just getting a card for the first time. So the same Founders card membership that gets you the Caesars card lets the Caesars card become the cheat code and put you at the third level of MGM system in starting, instead of starting at the bottom there and working up. And now with those two cards, anywhere I go, any casino I go into for the first time for the rest of the calendar year, there's a pretty good chance that when I show them those two cards, this new casino will match my level in one of those two international brands and put me at a higher tier in their system and start giving me their discounts and their privileges. I'd be ready to pick a casino now. Now I'm ready. Now I've done the research, figured out the money, I've learned the skills as well as I can, and I'd be ready to get started. And if that smaller, less attractive casino in my hypothetical had level matching, they might be a perfectly viable option now to, to spend some time there, either on the way to or from or whatever, make a quick trip there, because they'll start giving me free stuff based on the new level pretty quickly. And certainly I'd be ready to look at a map and see if there were other casinos nearby to form a casino cluster. Or maybe that less than ideal casino is just on the way to another casino with better options. And I can make one of those casino routes that I really like. One of those things like an old timey newspaper route where I follow the route, I stop at the casinos, and all along the way I pick up free stuff, money to gamble with, money from the free money I gambled with. Maybe I buy a meal, maybe I pick up um, some type of other free gift on the way to where I'm my final destination and the final place I'm going to gamble. So 
that's how I would start this from scratch or start being a semi-pro gambler and using casino gambling as a side hustle if that's not what I was doing. And I hope you found that useful. The next thing we're going to do is I did a little traveling this week. So let's make sure that you have the results um, and any observations from that to, uh, to, to take advantage of. Oh, and I will tell you some stuff about what's going on next week that could really impact the rest of the month. As I mentioned at the start of the episode, I limited my gambling to one trip this past week. Just a day trip, two hours west to a My Choice property. I picked up a skillet, free slot play, and a free bet, which is why I picked them for my trip. You know, kind of the trifecta of free stuff, particularly if you're not spending the night, right? A gift, and free slot play, and, and free table play. So, that's why I selected that property. I won just about two days pay across two blackjack tables. And of note here is that on the first table, really early, wasn't feeling good about things. It was looking kind of ugly. There were twice early on situations where I made the bet that would be the last bet before leaving the table and having a really negative result. But each time I won those bets, which eventually got me back to even, and then from there I actually had a nice little win with a that hit a positive exit point. And then the second table I had a nice win, so a nice profit there. Uh, I did lose back some of that win on two slot machines that they just didn't want to pay out. Um, and the loss wasn't significant, but it did decrease what I actually won in the building. And I can't really be surprised or upset about that in my mind. I mean, I shared with you last week that on my final day in Las Vegas, I was 10 and 1 across 11 slot machines. You know, 10 wins, 1 losing machine. They can't all go that way. Every day isn't going to be that way, and this was a good example of it not being that way. So, one week left in the month. I'm in pretty good shape. Expenses for the month are very large. I've had more expenses to be a gambler this month than I've had any of the previous months. I had plane tickets and cab fees and resort fees and some expensive meals and a fairly large bar tab um, when I was in Las Vegas. But I won enough in Las Vegas to more than cover those and still have a profit after expenses at this point. But that said, um, if you aren't familiar already, in typical TRG team fashion, we are on the road to celebrate the arrival of the new year, and we're going to do things casino combat style. So this is not just, oh, a few hours one evening to celebrate and some champagne. No, um, we're going to uh, we're gonna head south about four hours to a My Choice property that uh, we were there once, and we'd like to start going there more often, and we want to check out the hotel and uh, we've got some family on the way, so we're going to see family and then stop one night and stay in the hotel at this My Choice property. And then uh, we'll travel another two hours south and that's uh, a little bit west to the uh, Caesars property that we really like for another two nights and a New Year's Eve celebration. In fact, they're kind of becoming one of our regular go-to places. Um, if we can do a two-night stay, that's where we actually spent uh, 4th of July. Uh, way, way, way back, seems like forever ago. Um, and we talked about how we did there the last time. But we're getting deep discounts on the room rates both places, but we will still have some room costs and food costs, obviously, and, and all the other things that go along with taking the trip. Um, if we take some gambling losses and incur those additional expenses, this could end up being a lost and spent month, not a profit after expenses month. And that's what makes it interesting, right? At least I hope that's what makes it interesting to you. 
As always, I'm going to tell you about all of that and recap the month uh, in full when, when we get to things next week. I suspect also that uh, it's looking like this is going to be a shorter episode, I think. We'll see when it all finishes up here. Um, and if that's the case, my attitude on all of this is is similar to the people that produced the, the miniseries or uh, uh, HBO series Game of Thrones. Um, some of their episodes took 30 minutes and some of their episodes took an hour and 30 minutes because an episode takes what an episode takes. That's kind of the way I go into this podcast. If I need an hour or I fill an hour and I think all of it is stuff that some of you will find interesting in various points, then the, then the podcast takes an hour. If I've got an hour's worth of stuff to teach and I think it would be useful for someone to learn that or helpful, I'm going to take an hour. And if the reality is that I've only got, uh, 20 minutes of information, you're going to get a 20-minute episode. Um, Well, other than some explanations like this, I guess, in hindsight, I'm not going to fill the whole thing up with fluff. I'm sorry, that was kind of circular logic there. Um, In any event, we're ready for the VIP lounge and a story about some big wins with very limited funds. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. All right, everybody, come on in, have a seat. You may have noticed the Christmas tree is up, the holiday day, (laughs) easy for me to say, the holiday decorations are up finally. Um, I've been slacking on that, I admit it. Uh, Strangely, for whatever reason, we are out of sparkling water this week, but we have beer and wine as well as handcrafted pop and artisanal sodas. If you want something stronger, I guarantee you we have your favorite virtual bottle. Help yourself, not a problem. And before I get into a VIP lounge story here, let's let's try something just a little new. Let's see how this goes. One of my favorite things, as you may know, when I go on a casino trip, if it's available, I like hanging out with old friends and new friends in a VIP lounge as, as part of that visit. Look, I consider us friends. Those of you I have met and those of you I've not met. Every week, I share some of my time with you by creating this podcast. And you share some of your time with me by listening. That's what friends do. Friends also buy drinks for friends. So this is what I'm going to do. If you are out and about, particularly in a casino, and having a drink, take a picture of yourself or the drink or you and the drink together, whatever you're comfortable with. Post it on one of the social media platforms that we take part in. Tag us. Shout us out. My goal is to buy at least one drink a week for a listener. We'll get in touch with you. We'll arrange a Venmo or a PayPal transfer or whatever works for you to pay for your drink. It's on me. One one ground rule, okay? I'm not buying Johnny Walker Blue or Glenn Levitt 18 shots, okay? That's not this kind of offer. I'm not that guy. Um, the discounted top shelf pours at my local casino are a decent pour, and they cost about 7 bucks if you're at the right level to get the discount. So let's use that as our number. Okay, but with that one minor ground rule aside, I'd like to buy you a drink if you're a regular listener. And of course, this works both ways. You are welcome to buy my next drink when I'm out and about. Go to anchor.fm slash casino combat, spell it with a K, click on the support link, send me $7 or whatever you're comfortable with, and let me know what social media platform you prefer. I'll take a picture and I'll tag you in the post to thank you when I enjoy that drink. So if you want to play along, this could be a lot of fun. Let's try it out. Okay, and speaking of fun, 
then I'd like to tell you as we wrap up about the largest percentage win I've ever had. Personally, I think percentage is a more meaningful accomplishment, right? I mean, taking $5 and winning $500 is a much more impressive accomplishment than taking $2,000 and winning $10,000. Maybe you don't see it that way. That's fine. But that's kind of how I evaluate things. That's just me. So many years ago when my local casino was just opening up, they ran a promotion that gave me $100 in free bet chips, 10 $10 chips that, that could be bet individually or collectively. And so I decided to make it a challenge and see if I could win $1,000 with the $100 in free chips before losing all of them or losing all the money won with them, right? So since this was a month-long promotion, I was going to get four chances, one a week, to, uh, to try to make this happen. And the first week, I quickly lost all my free chips. There was a like a double split thing that, that happened, and most of my chips got lost basically in, in one hand. Noth nothing really paid out. But the second week, I managed some early wins, and the people playing with me gradually started to freak out a little bit as I turned those 10 free chips into 1,000 American dollars. In fact, it went so well that the following week, I went back to the same dealer to try again. Now, that didn't go as well as I was closing in on that $1,000 win, as I'd almost done it again. In fact, I had the wager in the circle that that's all I needed to do. I just needed to win that last bet, and I'd be done. And I split it, and I doubled one part of the split, and I lost about twice the money that I started the bet with. And at that point, I'd been going at it for several hours, and I decided my challenge, my rules, $960 is a big enough win to consider this a success, and I left. So the following week, a couple friends who had heard about things through the grapevine asked me when I was going to go, and they showed up to watch, and since they were watching and they knew what was going on, some other people decided to watch. Um, I'm not going to call it a crowd. That'd be presumptuous and braggadocious. Um, but there were more than just a couple people watching to see how this was going to turn out. And I did manage to do it a third time. I had a rocky start, but managed to come back from it and stay in the game and reached $1,000 for a third time. And somehow, for some reason, I've never been offered that promotion again. Um, but just short of $3,000 generated in a month using none of my own money. Now, that's just a small percentage of my biggest win ever. And I know I'll tell that at some point. But I started that biggest win with a lot more of my own money. Matter of fact, it was pretty much all my own money. Maybe there was a little small tiny free bet in there, but nothing of any significance, nothing that really contributed. Um, so that's why I always consider this one of my most significant accomplishments, even if it wasn't the biggest total dollar amount, because I did it without any of my own money, without any risk on my part, other than just the time I put in to, uh, to try to see what I could do. If you are playing the casino chip game, there are Yo! 11 chips in this episode they got a few more coming up but in the total episode there are 11 episodes or 11 casino chips that you can find tip your waitress tip your bartenders tip your dealers they all need our help right now everybody i have spoken everything you heard here is true from a certain point of view it's time for leaving and i hope you understand i was born a rambling man if you have questions send them to questions at casinocombat.com if you have techniques to share send them to what i do at CasinoCombat.com. Don't forget, we spell combat with a K. Love it, hate it, it don't matter. Please share with your family and friends. Goodbye, everyone.